You're listening to What's New with Wired. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Monday, January 16th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about how airports catch illicit radioactive cargo. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. It was just another package among millions flowing through the Heathrow Airport system, except this one was radioactive. On December 29, 2022, a detector at the London airport flagged the package, and staff took action to isolate it. They soon found out that it contained uranium, a naturally occurring element that, after a complex process of enrichment, can be used in nuclear reactors and weapons. The uranium was found among scrap metal in a shipment from Pakistan destined for a UK address associated with an Iranian business, according to reports. The Metropolitan Police's Counterterrorism Command branch is now investigating. Pakistan's foreign ministry has denied that the uranium originated in the country. What you might not realize is that detections of undeclared radioactive material at transport hubs and ports of entry happen multiple times every year in the United Kingdom alone. All over the world, security teams screen for radioactive material on the move. This monitoring takes many forms, including covert detectors hidden in the walls at airports that silently scan passengers, customs officials wave handheld radiation-sniffing devices over boxes, and drones loaded with sensors can fly across wide areas while searching for lost radioactive objects. Even so, some potentially harmful material can slip through the net, as the uranium did, until it got to Heathrow. I want to reassure the public that the amount of contaminated material was extremely small and has been assessed by experts as posing no threat to the public, Commander Richard Smith of London's Metropolitan Police said in a statement. He added that the uranium did not appear to be linked to any direct threat. No arrests have been made so far. The uranium almost certainly posed no danger, says Bahram Gyasi of the Henry Jackson Society, a think tank that focuses on anti-extremism. Uranium in its natural form, or enriched, poses very little threat to public health, he explains, noting that it is relatively weak radioactive material. Gyasi, who published a report last year on the threat of radiological terrorism, also criticizes suggestions in some news coverage that the uranium found at Heathrow could have been intended for use in a dirty bomb. For dirty bombs, you need highly radioactive material, and uranium is not suitable at all. Nonetheless, British ports of entry screen all kinds of radioactive substances. However, members of the public often don't realize that some airports are able to detect even tiny amounts of radioactivity in buildings or cargo processing areas. Marco Paniello is the sales director for Arctis, a company that makes radiation detection devices and has offices in Switzerland, the U.S., and the U.K. The firm's gadgets are used in various facilities, including several airports. Paniello declines to say which, but notes that Arctis does not supply Heathrow. We provide systems that are completely invisible to the public, says Paniello, 
describing how the company's detection devices can be used alongside X-ray machines at airport security areas or hidden in the walls of terminal buildings. It can be easily covered by advertisements or canvas, he explains. There they are, but you don't see them. Arctis's detectors can also be installed in doorways or used in luggage handling locations. They work entirely passively but are different from Geiger counters, the best-known radiation detectors. Special material inside Arctis's devices reacts when it is exposed to the subatomic particles emitted by radioactive substances. This reaction produces a tiny amount of light, scintillation, which is measured by sensors and subsequently processed by computer algorithms. Because different radioactive substances prompt distinct emissions of light, it is often possible to tell immediately what kind of material has been detected, an isotope of uranium or cobalt, say. Paniello explains that his company can integrate notifications into security systems so staff receives automated alerts on their smartphones when radioactivity is found nearby. Detections could also be flagged at central security hubs where an appropriate response can be coordinated. His firm also makes a drone equipped with a radiation sensor. That's not so useful at airports, but it could help investigators scan a wide area to locate discarded radioactive material. From smoke alarms to industrial gauges to medical teletherapy machines, there are many examples of objects and devices that contain radioactive material. Not all present a risk of harm, but some do, and there is concern that some landfill sites or waste piles have been contaminated by people carelessly throwing away more dangerous sources of radioactivity. A report published last year by Zenobia Homan, who is at King's College London and colleagues, noted the challenges some South Asian countries face, for example, in ensuring careful disposal of radioactive substances. There's people who hunt for this specifically. They might try and steal it or smuggle it to sell the material, she says. In May 2021, investigators discovered a scrap dealer in India who had reportedly collected 7 kilograms of uranium. Officials arrested two men who had allegedly been trying to sell the uranium online. When radioactive matter is improperly discarded and later discovered like this, the consequences can be chilling. Take the Goiânia accident. In 1987, two men in Brazil stole parts of a teletherapy machine from an abandoned radiotherapy institute in the city of Goiânia. They suffered radiation sickness almost immediately, experiencing vomiting and diarrhea among other symptoms, but continued to dismantle the machine, which, unbeknownst to them, contained the highly radioactive isotope cesium-137. A few days later, they sold some of the machine's parts to a scrapyard. The owner of the scrapyard found a glowing blue powder inside one of these parts, which he and members of his family extracted and handled, completely unaware of the dangers. His six-year-old niece, Leidia das Naves Fajera, even played with the powder, painting it on her face. She and three other people died as a result of radiation exposure. Around 250 people were contaminated in the incident. There are other similarly bizarre and tragic examples. In Kramatorsk, Ukraine, lost cesium-137 from a measuring instrument at a quarry ended up in concrete and subsequently the wall of an apartment building. Successive residents in the 1980s were exposed to radiation as a result. At least two children died before the source was discovered. Given that there are many sources of radiation of varying strengths out in the wild, constant vigilance is required. Last month, the International Atomic Energy Agency published a report on the theft of a teletherapy machine in Mexico in 2013. The machine contained cobalt-60 and was removed from its shielding before being left in a field. A member of the public who found the machine suffered radiation injuries to their left shoulder and right leg. 
Both Homan and Gyasi say that international regulations and monitoring protocols for radioactive materials have improved greatly over time, especially at national borders, the result being discoveries like the one made at Heathrow in December. Yet there are still gaps in these defenses. Certain countries don't have the capability to detect the movement of radioactive and nuclear material across borders, says Gyasi. Paniello says that some nations ought to be more proactive in screening for radioactivity at airports. The UK is one of those countries where there is the right amount of attention to those things, he says, but it is an exception. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, ChatGPT has investors drooling. But can it bring home the bacon? Checking in on Wired Science, NASA and NOAA say last year was one of the warmest measured. It would have been even more sweltering if not for La Nina, which will soon fade away. And on Wired Security, police in the Indian state of Telangana have found a novel way to help people avoid getting swindled online, grassroots education. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.